Yay, yay. Welcome back again to Everything's Gonna Be Okay. Again, I hope this finds you in a good place. Turns out uh, me and Tim's conversation got a little longer, so I had to make a part two. Uh, we keep getting on to some good stuff, so uh, keep on listening. Here you go, Tim Magnus, part two. take you this week I'll be heading to downtown Charleston on King Street and uh, Mount Pleasant which is Charleston right. um, area I'll be down there a couple days this week and come back home and put the fires out wherever else I need to go <laughs> is it a lot of damage control for you that's all it is, is damage control. I mean, that's essentially, that's maintenance, you know? Like, you've got to be, especially like in these power plants, you know, I'm sure this, there's a, there's smack talks like, you guys don't do nothing, you know, which always they don't. But when the problem arises, they're there. They have to be there and they have to know what to do. Right. So... I think that's the balance. When everybody else is like, what do we do? Like, I don't know. I think it's a pee break. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Give me a slice. Yeah. Is that time? <laughs> Is that time for slice number two? Number four. Mmm. It's good right now. Mmm. Tyler, let him know. Still good. I got no complaints. I got no complaints. Is it weird that it's, I like it better now that it's cold? Mm -mm. I like cold pizza. I like cold pizza in the morning. Mm -hmm. I like really late at night. It's like good hangover relief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soak up some of that alcohol, which is not real science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds right. good. Sounds mm -hmm. good. It always sounds good on paper. Or out loud. But there's no real science behind that, I don't think. Well, I Other mean... Other than eating beforehand. I'd say you and I, like, we always have interesting things to talk about, but yeah. I talk to you a lot yeah. on a regular basis. Yes. So I feel like the dynamic of this conversation, like this, this podcast is strictly us just talking like we normally do, you know, like, yeah. Like your last one, I know Chris, that's his name? Yeah, Chris. Y'all had a lot of shit to talk about. But we did, but we also had a lot to drink. 
and we hadn't seen each other in a while. We talk here and there because you know we're on shift work, even though we're on the same schedule. It's still shift work, but we uh, when we were at McMeekin together, we used to go shoot all the time. We used to go to Palmetto State Armory all the time. The skeet rage? No, no, no. Before it was even the skeet. Yeah, we never been out there together. No, oh, just just the regular. Yeah, we used to go to the range and we'd shoot and we'd bet each other. <laughs> we'd bet each other on shots all the time, all the time. It was uh, it was a lot. We did we did that a lot. Yeah, we did that often. I would he would argue obviously because that's what we do. <laughs> that uh, I would say it was it was even shot split. Yeah, as far as. Uh, who won what and how many times it won. It was a uh, pretty even. This thing here, I mean, mm-hmm. which is a 22, but. Yeah. Let me see that thing again, man. Let's see. It 10 is... round revolver. Yes. Which I've never seen before. Have you? I think that was one of the first. Really? I wonder we even gave them the idea to do that. How many 22 rounds can we fit in one of those? Yeah. Is these Magnum? Mm, these yeah. just regular 22 rounds? Yes. What is the... Uh, those are hollow points. How are they hollow points? Are they? I'm oh. not sure. No, not those. Never yeah. mind. Wait a minute. Do I not know what a hollow point no, is? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, th- I couldn't remember if I put hollow points in. Like, I got a box of hollow points. Man, that looks slick. You clean this thing? I hadn't. Not after I shot Man, it. Man, that thing's still pretty. But, dude. Do you that... fight the urge to, to do that? No, I do it all the time. It's just, it won't click. Really? I noticed that. Like, you got to give it a good. There you go. You got to be a man about it. Yeah. Man, that thing's solid. But that's the most accurate pistol I have. <gasps> as far as ease of shooting. Because what do you mean? It's a twenty-two, and it weighs a ton. So it's wherever you're pointing it, wherever That's you're aiming it. Yeah, there ain't no, no lag time. <laughs> there's no deviation. Yeah, there's no kick. You gotta aim a little bit up or down. Hey, these sights came on that thing. Yeah, nice. That's cute. I like it. Oh man, you always got such impressive guns. I'm still really. I, I, yeah, I just, a long way to go. I still got a. You just added a kid, so like, yeah. I'm still, <laughs> still very envious of that CZ. That thing is, that's probably the the nicest pistol I think I've ever shot. Oh, the orange CZ. Yeah, man. Yeah, that thing. I'm not very accurate, and that thing makes me accurate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm still really surprised on how heavy this thing is. This thing is solid. This is easily yeah. twice the weight of my judge. Oh yeah. But Granted, that, my judge is a like a concealed carry judge. It's a shorter barrel of it and it's polymer. But that's a that's a uh, GP100 model. So that same size is also made in 357, right? Or 44. Really? Like, and no, with no differences other than this. They just changed that. Other out. than yeah, they the, changed this and that out. Yep. They See, just, so so then that gotta be that's gotta be bigger than. 
It's about the same size, but you got to think it's it 22 be. rounds. Um, it's 22 rounds, so. No, I mean, this whole barrel's got to be a different size. If it's well, sure, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it heavier. A little bit, but hold them side by side. You wouldn't tell? No. It's a nice addition to your armory. That's a good oh, one. Well, that's, man, you got a good eye when it comes <laughs> to making a gun. You, <laughs> you could put together a pretty pistola man that's a i would never think to buy this grip for this it's perfect ain't it that thing is perfect that thing looks that is nice i like that a lot and it's very unconventional with the green in it you know you don't see a lot of that yep how'd you even come up on you just perused well amazon you just saw it well no ruger makes a um how perfect that thing fits in like a hand, special dude. edition in 357 that has that grip or, or or a grip similar to that and so i just did some research on the grip and it comes in different colors they actually call that camo yeah they which would. it's it's still wood but uh, it's uh yeah as heavy as it is it's still balanced well, yeah, that's the thing. Like that's weird. The handle keeps it balanced. You would think it wouldn't, because that barrel's okay. pretty heavy. But so is everything else. But that handle, I don't see how it keeps the balance. Well, just like that CZ you were talking about. I mean, it's it's built kind of like a 1911. Yeah, yeah. A little different, yeah. but you have that weight. But people think like your polymer pistols. A lot of times, not a lot of people, not everybody, but your polymer pistols, man, they got the most kick. That's because they ain't got no ass on it. Your heavy ass pistols, that's where your balance is. Yeah, it absorbs most of the the, the, yeah. the back. Is that what it is? It can't, but and it's just heavier, so it's not that much of a reaction. Yeah, I got you. It's I not okay. I'm on, I'm with you now. I want to shoot that that shotgun. <laughs> we will. I bet that's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's yeah, we had to set up a time to go to Paul's. It's fun. Again, and shoot some more guns. Wish I had 10 more, but I don't. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you out there. We'll shoot some stuff. So the last gun you bought was a, uh, not that. Oh, you just bought one. It's not in yet. You have to wait because It's you... in. I hadn't went and got it. Oh, you just got to go pick it up? Yeah, they just emailed me yesterday. What is it again? Um, P365. It's a SIG, it's a small carry gun, nine millimeter, which okay. I don't have a small carry gun in nine <laughs> millimeter. So I've got a bunch of big fun guns. You know? So it's uh, yeah, it's you cool. got a bunch of hand cannons. Yeah, like the old Desert Eagle. That old gold plated Desert Eagle. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> what did Paul say when you when you brought that thing over? Loved it. His grandpa shot it. It was excited as hell. Why is that so exciting? <laughs> yeah. Why, why Why? do most people not find that exciting? <laughs> is it because they've never shot a gun before? I don't know, man. Yeah, what is so exciting about shooting a, a, a gun? Is it the possibilities of what could come out of you shooting something else? Or someone else? Uh, maybe or? just the what it's capable of what it's capable of i guess it's just like 
maybe comparable. It all depends on the person. It's like getting behind a very powerful car right. and, and gunning it. Yeah. You know, like. Right. You don't need to gun it, but when you do, it's exciting. Woo. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, but it's just kind of. I don't know. That's kind of what I can compare it to, because it's like that's uh, a good comparison. That's uh, that's pretty accurate, I think. But it, it it also for me like it goes past that. I want to be a better shooter, so it's actually time is put into accuracy, and I don't want to just other than that Desert Eagle and that shotgun and the shotgun. <laughs> I don't really care about how accurate I am with it. Right. You know. Um, even though I was trying to be accurate with them both, yeah. but if I grab my Beretta, then I want to. I don't want it just to be something I spent money on that I'm not accurate with, mm. you know. So Did you put anything on that Beretta? A light, flashlight. Okay. Nothing else needs to go on it though, you know. Like it's a good gun. I do want that low rise sight that you got on the Sig. I think. Yep. Yeah, that thing's nice. I wish I could get one of those for my Beretta. They got adapters and stuff. Yeah, I think I need to look into that one day. Cause I looked at it on the ground the other day and I saw my Beretta in my little gun bag sitting there. I was like, man, <laughs> not the dust off that thing, huh? Mm-hmm. I had to clear it and check it just to make sure. And I was like, was this thing loaded? <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the mag and cleared the chamber. And I was like, oh, all right, we're good. I've got well, children here now. I know, right? Uh, yeah, me and, me and Hope had that discussion. I had to, I put the shotgun in the gun bag. Because just like everybody else, you know, I'm a human being and I panic too. Everything, when things were going down, people were rioting and shit. I loaded up all the guns. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had the shotgun tucked away somewhere where I could get it if I needed it fast. But it sure. was loaded. It was ready to go. And I was putting it up and Hope was like, is that loaded? I was like, oh yeah. It ain't gonna do no good not loaded. <laughs> no. And uh it's a long now that we're now that we're talking about it, we needed to have a gun safety course again so that you uh you get better familiar with these weapons in this house because the off chance you need to protect yourself. Yeah. You need to be able to know what to do. But it's is it is it just me or is it am I crazy? Like I ask myself this all the time, like What's with, I mean, like, I don't live in fear. Like, I need to make that clear. Yeah, I don't live in fear either. But there's assholes out there True. that want to bring you problems. True. And I want to eliminate that problem, that threat. Right. You know, I mean, if we lived in a perfect world... Would I still have guns? Yeah, because it's fun shooting them. Yeah. But I wouldn't have as many ready to rock and roll. Right. You know, because yeah. people. Like, I, I mean, you know, I keep... Wow, that's creepy. <laughs> Super creepy. Sad like, little chilling. Like, I just... You never know in this day and age, and I mean, but it's been like this for a long time. Like, yeah. who's going to come knocking on your door? Yeah. Or who's not going to come knocking? Who's going to try and knock it in? Yeah. Who's going to, who's going to be, who's been casing your house and realized that you're not here during the week most of the time? Yeah. And I just don't want to be. And then one day you're actually here, but your car's out there getting serviced and then they think that you're not here and they break in. And I just don't want to be, you know, 
caught with my hands in my pockets. Like, well, you're here. Nothing I can do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. take it all. Take all these things I've worked for. You yeah. know, like. That's all, honestly, I. I'm take it, take it, whatever you want. Come in here, my house. Would, yeah, like it. it's it's shit. It's shit. My life isn't worth it. Like, life ain't worth it. But. Somebody, don't, don't be surprised if I return. Yeah. If I protect my, my property. Somebody breaks in, like, again, like, it, it's not about me, like, protecting my stuff. It's just, like. Protecting yourself. Protecting me. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. You, like, you, like, <laughs> you at all know. times, you don't know what a certain person is capable of. Right. And um, I want to yeah. be ready for that. Yeah, or their motivation, because that's going to be, really tell you what they're going to do. Sure. Some people do dumb shit just to do it. Like, just because they have yeah. bad intentions, you know? Yeah. I, I, I could have cut this guy off and he'd been following me, yep. you know? And it's coming to F your shit up. Yep. I'm going to get him when he least expects it. Yep. I don't live my life thinking that, but it's, it's capable. It's possible. It's, you have to realize that it's a possibility that you will be encountered in a situation where you'll need a firearm. It's just a shame that, just like anything else, it's it's abused, and yeah, it, it gets the it gets the blame. It gets the bad stigmas. It's the problem. Like, I, I hate that. I hate that that there's that's a narrative. That's oh, yeah. that's the main one that they did. They try to push. They dig and into. They, they lose all the time, which is funny. <laughs> I think they lose. I might be wrong. I mean, it's there's never any legitimacy behind a lot of the the things. I mean, I saw some of those stupid clips back in the day of you know people, politicians trying to demonstrate a weapon, and they have no clue about it, and then they're saying these things that are all completely wrong about it. And even just regular people that do know about guns, that they they kind of don't know. There's a lot of people yeah. that think a semi-automatic weapon is an automatic weapon. <laughs> they they don't they don't understand the distinction. And when I tell them, or I, I'll ask sometimes, I've asked people, I'll say, hey, is that is that is that a is that a semi-automatic? And they're like, no, it's an automatic. I'm like. You sure about that? I don't think you know what automatic is. <laughs> they think that it automatically reloads another round makes it automatic. People think that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or they think just looking at a gun that they saw, that looks like something I saw in a movie yeah. that went ta 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what that does. Right. Like, no. No. Not the chances all. of somebody having something that's fully semi-automatic, or f shit, what about uh -oh. saying? That was uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> fully automatic. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was thinking about that um, politician that did that in one of those little presentations. He's like, this. Is, he had an AR-15. He's like, this is a fully semi-automatic killing machine. And it's like, what is a fully semi-automatic no such thing? <laughs> People are but, ignorant, man. No, it's... And it all boils down to the majority of a lot of the problems, man. Education. Sure. You 100%. Know, on education about firearms. Education about 
policies, education about rights. It's about education. Yeah. A lot of people aren't educated, or like me, choose not to be. And, you know, yeah. Well, that's something like, that's something like from your, your last podcast, you know, like, you and I don't really even have to dig into because we think a lot alike as far as there's a lot of things we could we could dive into just as a person but like I could I don't really care yeah so or it's not important enough to me to matter yeah you know that's why like when it comes to like if they're picking a political party, like I wish I could be, I could classify myself as libertarian. You know what I mean? But, you know, I tell you, I tell everybody, like by default, I fall under conservative just because like, I don't want people to mess with my guns. You know, like that's, that may sound a little hillbilly. You know? <laughs> Take my guns, <laughs> you know? All right. But, like, I'm never going to do anything stupid with one. You know, like, I'm educated, um, I'm knowledgeable, and it's a, it's also just a hobby, you know, for me. <clears throat> so, I'm not a threat to any, any person who isn't a threat to me. Yeah. Ever. So, like, I'm going to, by default, go with the people that want to... They're not even trying to make changes. They're just trying to keep my rights, which means a lot to me. You know, I, I agree with something that you said is I fall with a lot of heavy topics. I fall in the gray area. It's a lot of gray area. There's gray. There's things about, you know, when you look from left to right, I'm not far left on, I'm not far right on. I'm kind of in the middle. And I don't, one thing I disagree with, like I told you, I don't feel like just because you slightly feel this way makes you fall under a category. That's like, true. That's. Well, yeah, I mean, even, even though, you know, I love guns and I like everyone to have guns, but I honestly believe that there should be a little bit more, there's got to be something at play to mitigate somebody from having, the, the wrong person to have, to have an access to a gun. But there's, there are some things. There are some things, but there's no, I don't, I honestly feel, and I, I don't disagree with you, but there's no true way to know that. So, the, and I think there is one way to help, tell which me. is education. Well, that helps a lot. But like, yeah. so if I go to buy a gun today, yeah. I have to do a background check right. that ATF and SLED and everybody like right. FBI, they have to approve. Right. They don't know what kind of day I had. They don't know what kind of day you had. What if, like, I just found out, like, I say I didn't even own a gun at all. I found out my wife was cheating on me. I walk into that gun store, clean record, no history of mental illness. Right. I wasn't um, dishonorably discharged from any branch of the military. Right. I am just... Your, your typical American with no black eye on my record. Yep. They're going to sell me that gun. 
Easy. They don't know don't that know. I'm going to come back with that gun and blow my wife's brains out because you cheated on me. A shell shake, right? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he got set up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. then it's like that, he, he, that my default. Yeah. And some people may say this is a lazy approach. My default is like we live in a world that is as equally fucked up as it is good. Okay. There is so many good things in the world. There's good people. It's true. There's good principles. Yeah. But like we are, none of us are perfect. We're all capable of mistake. Yep. Fully at any point in time. And not even going from a religious standpoint. You know, I'm not even going to talk about Jesus because Jesus knew we were all fucked up. You know, so like, but like, what, in what aspect of that scenario with your wife cheating on you, you go by the gun, what way could that have been stopped? I think if you have had, you have to have had to do a, uh, a gun safety course. Oh, true. Because like when I talk to these like guys at the gun store now, and the first thing they tell me is, you'd be surprised how many people are coming in by, especially when these riots and things start. Oh, yeah, they just want a gun just to get a gun. They don't even know what ammunition they need to they buy. They don't know what they need. They don't yeah. know what they want. They just want to go get a gun. Right. Because it's like, holy shit, like shit's hitting the fan. Yeah. I, I mean, I've told you this, but how many people... It's called me because they know I'm a gun dude. And they're like, hey, what do I need to buy? You got anything for sale? And then after they go buy something, hey, man, you got ammo? You know, like. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? It's like, I've been telling you. Like, I don't yeah. have the tinfoil hat on. I yeah. don't think. I know. It's just like insurance. It's just like car insurance. Yeah. You don't, you don't plan on wrecking. <laughs> no. But just in case, that's where you got it. And when I say education, I mean, like, I'm saying, even in that instance, if that man had to, because he didn't plan on ever owning the gun, but now he wants to use the gun, right? So if he's required by state or whoever entity decides to do so to take a gun safety course, which is, you know what, six hours long. You could do it on, You could do it an hour a day for a week, or you can knock it out on a weekend. Yeah. The time it would have taken him to do that may mitigate him wanting to kill his wife. But if he's already premeditated to do that, if he ain't gonna get a gun, he'll get something else to kill him. Something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, ain't, it ain't the gun. But maybe him having to go through the gun safety course, he'll maybe he'll you'll swat you'll see you'll smarten up and realize oh maybe i don't need it but there's things we can't like i agree with that like because just like if you're gonna have you ever taken a hunter safety course i did okay so you know what you had to do with that yeah you have that now you're good for life no i didn't finish it oh well yeah. if you would have completed it <laughs> i thought i did complete it i just never got my thing in the mail anyway that's something else but that is the like first level, second level, good standard oh. knowledge of 
the way you should handle yourself when hunting. Yeah. And that's required for you to ever acquire a hunting license. Right. Why isn't that there for a pistol? Or I, I a, think a it rifle? should be. You I know, think, like... I think it should be for every discipline. Like the CWP course... Yeah. I think should be required... To own a gun? To own a gun. I think you might be right. And there that's should... It. That's uh, it. But the thing about that is that the, the CWP course, it doesn't, it doesn't show you how to use a gun, though, does it? You need to, you need to have the knowledge of your gun before you go there. No. It tell it you learn about each specific part of like, your gun while you're there. Yeah, of a okay. of a semi-automatic pistol and a revolver. What about any other firearm? Just them two, just no, only specifically for because you carry. Yeah. So yeah, I think it should be changed. No, but like it, that would be the thing you added is yeah, handling a bolt action rifle, right. um, a semi-automatic gas piston rifle, whatever. Like right. There's not a bunch of different platforms. It's like around. four, man, and you named them all: a revolver, a handgun, a rifle, and a shotgun. You learn about each component. You're tested on each component, right? You, like how it works, right? And I only know any of the stuff that I do know about firearms is from the Navy. I mean, I I, I got lucky to take a, a course, uh, SSCW, and. <laughs> All week, that's what we did. We tore apart a 9mm, an, an M16, and a Mossberg 500. And we shot the ever-living shit out of them. Yeah. Because it was the end of the physical year, and we had to shoot up all the ammo. <laughs> and we shot up so... Uh, we shot so much. It, it, it was We got actually kind of tired of shooting. We shot so much. <laughs> actually, they even let us shoot the M14, which was supposed to be just for service fleet. But they had so much more. They're like, yeah, if you want to shoot M14 too, you can do that too. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? Why not? Shoot them up. Let's do it. It goes bang. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, I think there needs to be some sort of course like that. I do too. I like, why Why not? Because that's what like these these guys just at the gun counters telling me about um, people coming in now buying guns. They have no clue what they're doing. And whenever... You see, and I feel like that's 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 what's so weird, man. I mean, you know, you talking to someone that has no clue about this thing, and you're about to hand it to them. That's dangerous to me. I feel like that's dangerous. Truly, it's just like think of it being at work. Hold on, real quick. Do they still walk you to the door? No, they don't walk you to the door. No, you check out at the cash register, and you walk at Academy. Them. They walk me to the door. Really. I've never bought a gun at Academy. So yeah, I, I bought. Uh, I bought. That's where I bought that Remington, the uh, the 1187. I bought that there, and they had to walk me to the door, that's just so that I didn't purchase ammo, purchase a gun, and they handed it to me. And now I'm walking through this door with a possible loaded weapon. Huh. Which made sense to me. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. because I could easily just go into this aisle. Then nothing yeah. stopping me from loading this with this these ammo right now and going to town. Yeah. I think that's a good policy. But yeah, I'll cut you off. No, um, I mean, no, you're, I mean, you're right. I agree with it. It's, it's, there should be education with that. Cause it's like, if you say it work, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, what you got to take a, you got to take a course to drive a car. Yeah. And I was going to say like forklift. No, yeah. you, you don't, they, they don't just tell you like, go on forklift, do your thing. Yeah. What about the controls? Yeah. Oh, just play with them a little bit you'll, you'll figure, figure out what, what does what yeah, but you know. can yeah. but 
something could happen. Yeah, you looked on the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. Like, is it loaded? You look down the barrel? Yeah. Boom. I don't get it. And that's not infringing. Do you feel like that's infringing on your rights as a gun owner? No, there, nobody is taking away your right to own a gun. Right. It's, it's, it's just helping. Because there's going to be people that plan to do something bad with a weapon. Right. Like, I, I don't know if you, you, the podcast Joe Rogan did with the senator from Texas that has the... Yeah, I remember that. He was talking about there was more murders in this country last year by a hammer than guns. Yeah. But there's no hammer advocates. Right. You know, nobody's trying to regulate hammers. Right. But I, it's I also... With a Dan first, Crenshaw? Dan Crenshaw, yeah. The first time, like someone at some point, like you get the, obviously you get the concept of a hammer. Yeah. You drive whatever it is you're doing, trying to drive it in, or you're trying to, lack of better terms, beat something off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you try to do yeah. something. Yeah. With some force behind it. That's right. But like at some point in your life, has anybody ever given you any hammer education? No, never. No. But hmm. still, there's people out murdering with hammers. There's people murdering with knives. Yeah. You know, it's, they're all weapons. Yeah. And you have that angle too. Like, why aren't people capable of educating themselves? Well, how many times does this son of a bitch bust his thumb with a hammer? Yeah. Yeah, even after you, 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 you've done it once, you're going to do it again later. How many times have you cut yourself with your own knife? Oh, yeah. You know, like, damn, yeah. it's my knife. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm bleeding. Right. Yeah. Red blood. Red blood. <laughs> my, bleed my own blood. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. But, yeah. like, the, the gun topic, I feel like, should be simple, but because yeah. uh, of how catastrophic it could be. Yeah. But there's people still going to do fucked up things with it. True. You know, and that we can't, that it's not able to be controlled. That's why you're liberal, your your democratic side of things just wants to do away with it completely. Like, take them away. See, and I don't even think they even believe it, man. I think they just want to do it just to get a vote. 100%. I think they're just saying it to get a vote. Because they know there's a, there's a, part of the population that thinks that way like what and, am I what, what have I always said when it comes to political parties is they are they're all homies they're all cool at least 80 to 90 percent of them there's probably a few people that just genuinely hate the other yeah but they're sitting down at a big round table and they're like all right how can we keep this country separated? Wow. How can we, how can we, because you don't want the country to, to they don't want the country. Way. They don't want the country to be on the same page. No. And to truly be united, they want, they want the country to be one side feel this way and the other side feel this way. That's why. Elections, you don't see somebody winning 80 20. 
you don't see, you really don't see 70, 30. No. Nope. You may it's see six, a couple, just 60, a couple. 40. Because it's, it's got the country split in half and they want to keep it that way. Because as soon as the, the rest of the country, the whole country as a whole maybe, realizes we don't need you motherfuckers. Yeah. We can do like we don't we can do away with you. Yeah. That's when they know they got a problem. Right. So it's like what can we do? There's oh, no, let's let's take no some big topics. Abortion. Yeah. When they know to a certain degree, I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know it's murder. It, it definitely but that's also gray. It also, I feel like it depends on the circumstances, you right. know, like you know it's morally wrong. You know that's a living thing. That's not the conservative in me saying this. Like, that's a... You let that thing continue growing inside you, it's going to become a person. You know, it's... What was the other things like that, that you touched on, that was touched on in your last podcast? Like your... Um, welfare. Welfare. There's people that truly need it, and there's people that abuse the hell out of it. That's right. It's great. So what's my stance? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do away with it. That's horrible. People really need it. Same thing. Needs to be regulated better. Needs to be regulated way better, and yeah, monitored better. It's. What's another one? Like, what's another thing? Like, affirmative action? Yeah. Truly needed in this country. Because I don't think, I think people should be created equal. But like I, like I told you, like, what is it? I don't I mean, I don't even know how you feel about this. But like, you start looking at general population. You look at 60% white, 20% Hispanic, 13% black. So, like, if you really want, if you want this to be how you have it portrayed, how 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 do you make this work? Because, like, when I worked at Train, yeah, when I first moved to Columbia, eighty-seven percent. I mean, this was told to me by my manager. Really, the workforce was black. Now, if that's not affirmative action working, what is? <laughs> Because that's 13% of the population. Mm-hmm. At the, and I know this is one specific place. That's 13% of the population is 87% of this company's workforce. And what will be argued is that place is the outlier. That's it. I mean, like, most of these manu- most manufacturing places, like, like, years ago I worked at a polymer plant called Zeus, and I worked in maintenance. And this is before I went to Bridgestone, but a guy, I, I told you, I, can I tell you about this? A guy I worked with, he was, a op, he was an equipment operator. He got a check in the mail from Bridgestone just because he applied. Because there was a class action lawsuit. No, that, you never told me about this. Yeah, he got like a $3,000 check in the mail just because he was applied and didn't get an interview. Because somebody filed a class action lawsuit to get Bridgestone that they didn't hire enough black people. And wow. That, 
so every person that applied that was a minority and that's women and anybody that wasn't a white dude got a check in the mail damn even if they got hired no not if they got hired okay so he like he called me because i had already left zeus i was working at bridgestone he called me he's like hey you know anything about this this is some kind of scam. <laughs> like, it seems like it, right? Well, like, I don't know shit. Then I come to find out that's what it was because he had a three thousand dollar check in the mail from Bridgestone, and it was, it was from a class action lawsuit. And like some of the other black dudes I worked with that worked with at Zeus, they're like, "Man, we should have applied." <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> no, you never told me about that. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that. But you know what it was? I think it was. But that's the thing. It was 50-50. Some lawyer came in and did some research. Because some disgruntled, somebody was pissed they didn't get hired. And had the resources to hire a lawyer. It was, so Bridgestone built on and had a, like a, a massive hire. They hired 51, it was like 51 point something. And it was the bottom side, so it rounded down to 51. 51% was white males and 49% was minority women, people of color, whatever. And that, like, because it wasn't 50 50 or greater, yeah. they was able to do it. Damn. Like, that's. I mean, I don't know. Like,. That's the thing I struggle with. Like I, I tell, I think about this a lot, uh, often. I know I told you this. Like my dad told me, you know, like this is the most progressed this country has ever been. You know, why is it made out to be that it's not so badly now? And I, the thing where I think he, where he's he's right and wrong in his statement because. Things can always be better. Like I believe in, in, in any on any platform, whether it's professional, personal, there's always continuous improvement. Like something can always be better. Right. So definitely when it comes to race relations and the way things are handled in the world, it can always be better. Always. But is it as bad as they're telling you? I don't feel like it is. And I and I again just just like with guns, just like with anything else, I circle back to. We still live in a fucked up place. Yeah. There's still going to be white people doing racist things to black folks. There's still going to be black people doing racist things to white folks. There's it's gonna it's gonna happen everywhere everywhere you go. It, you and I, and that's the thing, like, why I'm not so heavy as far as a voice is because you can't change something that can't be changed. And that, to me, is ultimately is, like, the world, and I will hit on slightly re- religious here, like, we're all sinners. Right. Like, we're all imperfect. Yeah. All of us are capable of making mistakes. 
So like, you can't change that. Like the cat gets mad at me and <laughs> he he doesn't poop in the litter box because he's mad. Yeah. Like I can't do anything about that. I know that's a big jump, but yeah. like from reality. Yeah. But like, oh, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I do. I hundred percent get it. I go. I mean, outside of slavery and you know all the just the the Holocaust. All the fucked up things that's happened in the world over the years. Like, just think about like back when, like medieval times when they thought somebody was a witch and they just burned them alive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. just because they were different. Like yeah. we don't live in that world anymore. Yeah, that's when the world was bad. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a lot better now. I agree with that completely. It's way better now. It's can it, but can it be better? Always. Like 110%, but it will It will never be fixed. Yeah. We always work towards being better than, the, than when we were the day before, and that's all we can do because we're never going to hit the point where it's, all right, racism's done. It's good. We're good. No one's racist anymore. That'll never happen. No one's racist. No one's murdering. Yep. No one's even smacking their old lady around anymore. That's like right. This. Yep. It's just... World's a perfect place. Cool. The best we can do is to mitigate it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, that's the best word. The best phrase is to mitigate it, to, to, to keep it as minimal as possible. It's always going to be there. That's why that I sit home. on the sidelines and I, I watch. I listen. I watch. I don't keep myself fully removed from it. I keep up with what's going on. Right. You know, I'm not going to be like, tell you like i don't watch the news it's bullshit no yeah, i'm curious what, I, that's, what they're that's saying that's what i said I, I just i just don't it's bullshit i'll check it out from time to time i'm curious what's going on and see what they're saying but in the same breath like i can't i'm not gonna let it consume me you know and and <clears throat> personal experience like i lost my wife and, and that just opened my eyes to so many things of how just how short life is or can be. Yeah. So I'm not going to consume myself with everything else that I even think is going on. Like, I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to enjoy it. And that's what I do now. I just enjoy life. I keep things simple. And I, I some may argue, but like, they feel like, they say if, if you, you should have a voice if it's something you believe in. No, not really. Not until it's affecting things drastically. And then my point of view on that may be different from a lot of other people, but like, it's still fucked up. Still George Floyd being clearly murdered. It's fucked up. Do we still need police? Yeah. Yeah. The changes need to be made? Yeah. Yeah. Is it ever going to be perfect? No. No. And that's not... Yeah. You if you have a human being involved, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a flaw. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to it's gonna be flawed. Period. And I don't think that makes me a coward. You know, like... Yeah. I don't think that makes... If, if you stand on the sidelines and don't do anything about something, it doesn't make you a coward if, if it can't be changed. I'm not going to put my time and energy into something I can't fix. 
Well, the argument would be if we're all sitting on the sidelines, then nothing will ever change. It'll stay the same. I mean, which is true. But I don't disagree with that. Shit, I don't even know what to say to that. Because you need people to feel passionate about things enough to make change. Yeah. To make change. It's just, I don't want to insert myself into it. You know what I mean? Like, does, does your life matter? Does black lives matter? Sure. 100%. Like, I will say that until the day I die. But do I insert myself into that? No, because I just want to enjoy life. Right. You know, and that's, they may, some people may say that's selfish because you're white. <laughs> yeah, some may say that. But like, do Jewish lives matter? Like during the Holocaust? Yeah. But yeah. somebody inserted themselves in that because that could have got bad for the world. Right. You know. I just. I see every side of it, man, and I just feel like if you just, if you feel your, if you feel, I mean, you 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 could feel it. You feel that thing inside yeah. you, like you feel like, all right, what the fuck? Let's we gotta do something. You feel that inside you, yeah. You know, act. Yeah. But if you don't, you don't. Don't just start piping up. Because it one because it's the cool thing to do, or if you feel like you're you're obligated to do it, yeah. Because then it's not genuine, Mm-mm. and then it's misplaced. No, and yeah. You may not even know what you're what you're popping up about. No, I mean you. I mean, you can that. see that on TV every day. Yeah, and some of these like riot videos where they're like going up interviewing people like, "Hey man, why are you here? What's?" Yeah. Man, my buddy told me I needed to come, you know, and that's both sides. People yeah. that are against it and for it. Like, well, right. told me I'm supposed to be here because shit ain't right. You know, like, stay home, asshole. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I agree with that. I think you say that best is like, if you don't have a personal calling to do something, and you can't do something genuinely, then why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, like when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. It's uh it's hard though, you know. It's it's not that it's hard, it's just it's just something to think about. But I think it's cool that in, in the same like on the other side of it, it's cool that there's different there this is what makes the world go around, people thinking differently. Right. Who all think the same should be born? He bored as fuck. We won't be watching football, that's for we sure. No. <laughs> like it's, uh, you yeah. need like you need people to think that di- I need people to think differently from me. Like it's, yeah. that's a motivator for me at times. Yeah. I need yeah, I need to be everyone needs to be challenged. And then I motivate people with my personal views, you know, right. at times. Because like, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. That's what makes the world I think makes the world go around. It keeps things it's healthy. I, the only thing I don't like out of all of it, out of all the problems in the world now, is is the the a lot of times the forest or against us mentality. Yeah. Like, 
I don't like the bend to my will. <clears throat> like I don't like that. I don't like the, you have to, if, oh, you don't? Well, then you did, then you're this. No. No. It's not me. No, that's not true. You don't know me. You no. don't understand any of this. I, 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 I disagree with that. That forceful way of trying to put someone into a certain place. I don't like that. Like, don't tell me how I feel or what my personal values are. Yeah, because I do not respond or act the way you're acting. Yeah. Yeah. Or the way you the way you're acting, or the way you expect me to act. Right. Like that's not. I've always said that expectations is going to be the, the best way to get disappointed. If you expect anything from anybody, any certain way, regardless, you'll be disappointed because they'll never meet up to your expectations, ever. And that's and that's both sides of any argument. You know, like that's. I'm so gray with so many things because I, I try to be as open-minded as possible and I've got hard stances on certain things you know but there's also some things where it's like I get what you're saying and that makes sense so like I don't really know how I feel truly because sometimes I feel this way sometimes I feel that way right you know so yeah I'm just going to go watch football. Yeah. <laughs> smoke a cigar, drink some beer. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the range. You yeah. know, like, yeah. I didn't know I was, uh, I'm not standing before a judge having to. Right. You, you don't, you don't always have to have an opinion, to be honest. No. You don't always have to have an opinion. You don't have to have a stance. Like you a firm, always, yeah. this is where I'm at. You don't always have to die on any no. kind of hill. You don't have to. No, you, you could don't. choose to. <laughs> but that's all, all on you. But no one could put you on a hill. Nope. But that's why I think, I don't know, like, you and I, like, we, we click pretty well. Because, like, at the time that I met you, which is, what would, six years now? Shit, yeah. Like, I was at that age. You know how you get to that age where you're like, you know what? Don't really want any more friends. <laughs> yeah. like, I I'm not actually. Yeah, it's never the outli- outside thing. No, like you say outside like, I don't want any more friends. No, no. It just, it just kind of happens to your life. You're just like, you just don't. No, I got enough. I'm good. They've yeah. been around for a while. Got some associates. I got some people I can trust, and I ain't got no drama. That's cool. I can be cordial, and, and like it doesn't even necessarily mean I dislike a person. It's just yeah. like. Then I getting on the inside. You're not getting in the circle. Yeah. But, like, you you definitely, I'd say for us both, like, got in the circle. Yeah. Because so, yeah. it just worked. Plus that one night we had, you know. What one night? Don't talk about that. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, even, yeah. like, I, I told you, like, I've, I've caught up with some guys from work recently. And, like, good dudes and had good conversations. Uh, from where we used to work together like I have no ill will or anything I wish them the best but like we were just never we never clicked on that level right you know and and it's not that's okay that's cool like I don't you you lost the urge to have to have that 
person as a friend. Yeah. Like back in the day when, you know, everyone had to be your friend. Yeah, like, what? Why does he not like me? You right. know, and that would be a problem. Like, yeah. If he don't like me now, uh, it's better for me. You leave me the fuck alone, you yeah. know? <laughs> That's fine. That's, I'm completely fine because I did not gain another friend. I mean, <laughs> we're cool. We're cool. I mean, let's go. That, that's it. I mean, yeah. We got old. Yeah, that's part of that's, it. That's what it is. Old, ex- old experience and stuff. It's, I just, yeah. Do you think, always, <laughs> like when you hear, like the first sign of me, get, like feeling like I was getting old, and I don't know if it's just trash, or it's just me being old, older, was like when I first heard mumble rap, and I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah, that that wasn't the first, but that was part of it, where I was like, yeah, I, I I know I'm not, and it's not all of them. It's most of it though, and I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I felt like my parents though. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I felt like I was a parent. Or like, what? This is music. <laughs> <laughs> this is trash. Yeah. Put on yeah. some Zeppelin. That's you know, right. <laughs> like, wait, what? What? <laughs> what did yeah. I just say? <laughs> yeah, just put on some old school stuff. Come but on. dude, I'll go back. And hey, this is something uh, me and Paul talked about recently. Is some of the shit that we used to jam hard to is straight trash. Oh, yeah. Like, good example. I mean, I think a lot of people agree with this. Like, Limp Biscuit? How did I know you were going to say Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, we were talking about it, and I'm like, I'm going to pull up some songs. And we're listening to stuff. I'm like, Chocolate Starfish? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, keep rolling, rolling, and all that. I'm like, what were we doing? Wait, what is the substance behind this? What did we do? <laughs> like, we thought that, like, so our parents were right. Yeah. When they said, this is garbage. Yeah. Because it truly was. Yeah, we did. Like, this is, this is bad. Yeah, there's, 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 yeah, there's some stuff out there that was like, you go back and you listen to it, you're like, Jesus. This is what like this is bad. Yeah, like uh, I missed that. And some just some stuff, '90s stuff that was just hot at the time. Yeah. Not anymore. Like what? What was I thinking? But then there's still some stuff that like holds up. Oh yeah. Like holds up well. There's more stuff that holds up than trash. Yeah, there is. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But especially, but some like some of the one hit wonders. Like, those are the ones, like, that shouldn't have made it. Like, Yeah, like, um, why do I even know this song and like it? <laughs> that that song is Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. Yeah. Like, I hear that song now, I'm like, this is the dumbest song. But I still like it. I still like it, but it's dumb. I'm like, it this is. is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, uh, that was part of the time getting old. Music is where it starts. For me at the time, it was uh, it started with music, then it started going towards intimacy, hmm. where I was less liking being single. Okay. And I realized, okay, this is. 
it's not that I was like disgusted with myself or anything like that, but I was like, all right, this isn't, this isn't, this can't be my life forever. Yeah. I can't yeah. just keep going out and hanging out at bars and stuff. And, and if I'm lucky, I'm, I meet, you know, a girl for longevity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know this isn't sustainable. Like something's gonna eventually have to change, and I, I got blessed to find hope, and yeah. But it's weird because I, I always thought that, but then I met Julian in a bar. Right. Yeah, lucky. But weirdly enough, she wasn't there to be at the bar. She was staying in the hotel and was there for work. Yeah. It wasn't like she just went out that night like let's go to the bar yeah right <laughs> come on girls night out <laughs> no it was it's for guys. oh my god I'm, we're tired of working so let's go downstairs yeah. and get a drink yeah and it just worked out but yeah. and yeah it's that was part of it and what else there's something else no that's pretty much it music and that what was your first, like, I know we talked about Metallica earlier, and, and, and that may be, I may have jumped too much by saying that's like the driving force behind me wanting to pick up a guitar, because that is it, but what was the, I, I've got a different, like a different band in my head now, prior to hearing Metallica. And, but what was like your first musical love? Like first time, was there a band or a group or something? Like well, the first time you heard it, you're like, oh shit. Like this is, I like, I resonate with this. Like this is me. <laughs> this is, this is my stuff. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Do I have to answer that? Is it something you're not proud to say? Yeah. No, it's not that something I'm proud to say. It's just odd. No, I mean... My musical influences are, are great. Yeah. It's a big... It's a very big spectrum. And if I had to say where I really fell in love with the music and not the idea of the music where it was, you know, when you were younger, you heard the stuff on the radio because they pumped it to you. Mm-hmm. And you liked it because you've heard it so much. Sure, yeah. You didn't hear a song on the radio, you were like, whoa. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. this is some, I like this a lot, only because, because of A, B, and C. Most of the time, the music that was played on the radio you only like it because you heard it. You only know the words because you heard and it all the time. You got drilled in. You got drilled in. Yeah. That's how most people get music now. Still. Sure, yeah. With radio of some form. Pandora, Spotify, whatever. Yep. Pumps, you know, the greatest hits at you. Oh, I yeah. would say that what the first time I realized that I liked a band for their musical talents other than, you know... Whether it was pushed on me or if it was influenced in any way 
would have to be <laughs> uh, Dave Matthews. <laughs> Dude, no, no, that's cool. Dave Matthews band. I forgot the name of that album. I think the name, yeah, Under it is Crash. No, it's Crash. It, was, it wasn't the one before Crash? No. I think it was Crash. See, that's one of the first things for me was the album before that. It's called Under the Table and Dreaming. And there was a song on there. Um, he's talking about, be a monkey in a cage. Don't cut my lifeline. <laughs> no, I don't think and I ever like, heard that was, song. It was funky. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. What, yeah. Like, what's, what am I hearing? Yeah. Because, like, you know, Dave Matthews band, it, they got a lot going on. Like, they do, yeah. You're going to get like, a lot of elements. Like older, which I learned to start loving more older music from that, where I realized, I didn't realize what I was hearing until I kind of heard it in Dave Matthews, where, you know, the, the drums, obviously, and the, the trumpets or the uh, yeah. violin or the, all those different little things that they put it together to make the music, where it's like, man, there's just some, there's just a plethora of just input. Period. Like that, jazz and blues. I mean, and all rock. from that point, all the hip hop and all the poppy stuff I've listened to is pretty much mainstream type. Y- you heard it before. It's just in a different rapping. Sure. Yeah. Even to that. Even back then. Yep. It was you know the same stuff. Even all the punk I listened to back then, like the Blink I used to listen to. Yeah. And it was. It was all essentially the same but Dave Matthews was really where it challenged my mind where I was like oh what's what's going on sure what's going on I mean because big bands back in the day did did, did not the same thing but essentially like like Earth, Wind and Fire okay they're pretty big bandish where they they got a lot going on it's not just uh, uh, you know a funky beat I mean they got a lot of different things going on at the same time and Dave Matthews definitely opened that, I feel like, opened that door for me to even further expand my ideas on music in general. No, but, like, dude, I get that. And that's, I'm glad you said that, though. Because it's... It's like a dirty little secret. It's you know kind what of I'm telling you, know, like, <laughs> you feel like it is. Like, you, oh, no, I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan. Because, like, huge if somebody, Matthews. outside of, like, a conversation like we're having, like, yeah. say if you're at work, you're like, Somebody said, I love Dave Matthews, man. You'd be like, ha, <laughs> 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 you know? And then, like, like low-key, you'd be yeah, wanting to be like, like, hey, dude, you uh, hey, uh, like, listen to your anthem. <laughs> <laughs> that man had a chance to you. I love, I love the direction they went in with the oh, last half of y'all. Like, man, like. Yeah, they have always been very different, man. I mean, it's just. You get like you get a lot. You get you like get, classical. You get jazz. You get some funk. You get yeah, man. And I'm and I'm ashamed to say that. Not ashamed, but I feel bad now that man. I haven't listened to Dave Matthews in so long. Me neither. I used to listen to him all the time. I, I really don't know when I kind of stopped. I really don't. The problem with I felt so out of touch with music and. And I, I, it's probably because there's just so much now that just keeps, keeps coming at you. It's hard to keep up. There's a lot. And I get lazy. And you know what I almost always go to when it comes to just listening to music? Like, other than the gym, I need something hard and fast. I need something to pump me up at the gym. So that gets that, that gets everywhere. <laughs> but when it, like, it's chilling, sitting around, not doing nothing, yeah. I 
put on jazz, any kind of jazz. Yeah. Smooth jazz, coffee house jazz, something that. Yeah. Something like that is typically what is playing in the background. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can understand that. Other than, but now, I mean, all I do is listen to podcasts. I don't really listen to that much music anymore. I'm trying to, that's why, like, I know you get on to me, like, hey, have you finished listening? And start, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do, but, like, I get so wrapped up in some music, especially, like, a, a certain band at a right. time. I get on a kick. Right. Like, like and I'm the, vi- I'm, I'm the adverse now, where I'm, like, I can't get into music like I want to because I'm listening to podcasts now. I don't know, I don't know if it's good or bad. I think I need a healthy balances between the two the gym used to be that but again i'm narrow-minded when it comes to the gym i can't try too much new stuff at the gym well you ain't listening to that jazz at the gym no uh -uh. (laughs) like but there's some songs that come across my ears and when i'm in the gym that if i look around like if you guys only knew what i was listening to right now (laughs) you would uh you'd question what's going on like why are you listening to that while you're Lifting that. It's, it's kind of weird. Is it Taylor Swift? Hell yes, yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Dude, the thing for me, like when I think back to it. Like, no, seriously, it is legitimately Taylor Swift. I figured. Just so we're clear. Just, She's got, got some songs that just give me some spirit sometimes when I'm lifting. It's motivation. Good. It is. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. The thing for me, like when I, when I think of, when I go a little deeper, um, so that, like I would I can credit definitely Metallica for like heavier guitar driven you know like your metal style beat just your your gruff rough vocals stuff yeah. like that I, I give them full credit for opening that door for me but like to go deeper it's this kind of a tie between because I kind of discovered them at the same time is Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. Uh, like specifically Blood Sugar Sex Magic album and then another band 311 yeah like it just uh, both of them (laughs) open so many (laughs) for me open so many because like my parents man they they were they listened to the, the the shit that they had at the time but didn't really they were musical lovers, but then it got stale for them. Yeah. And they still listen to their old stuff. So I heard the Beatles and the Monkees and yeah. stuff like that, which was fine. But, like, I remember uh, hearing Give It Away yeah. by Red Hot Chili. I'm like, and it's like, yeah, I didn't even. Just the first 10 seconds of that song. <laughs> yeah. If I'm lifting and that song kind of comes on, it's. Good time. Something's happening. But you've got like guitar work, and you have, for the first time in my life, like bass, like heavy bass lines. Yeah. That really are part of the song. Yeah. It's like not you're just the background rhythm. No, you're not just that guy just just slapping the bass, slapping the bass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this is an element of the song. Like the drums and just like it almost had, even like. The delivery with the lyrics was rapish, hip hopish. Yeah. You know, like give it to your mama, give it to your papa. Yeah. And I'm like, that opened a door to rap, 
that open like for me because I didn't really get into a whole lot of rap, you know. But like, I'm like, this is cool. And then when you start digging deeper into your lyricist, like your people that tell stories, your rap artists that actually have like some like they tell a story. There's good content. It's not just we're making words rhyme, like we're we're telling a story. Yeah. Regardless of the story. It could be a fucked up story, dumb story, whatever. Yeah. It's like Yeah, if you could tell a story while you're rhyming and it's it's gonna be way more it's gonna be uh, way more better. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot better. And then three eleven, which is in some ways at times similar to like red hot chili peppers, like they had some heavy elements. But like you get a, on any three elevens album, yeah, like it'll they'll have some hardcore like heavy distortion, pretty heavy riffs, yeah, with like a hip hop beat, and they're dropping rhymes, yeah, you know, and it's like, I see that holy shit, and it's like, but it was funky and it had like reggae and and punk, yeah, and and, and just yeah, I didn't even talk about that, man. I mean, from you know just being a child because you know. I am Trinidadian. I mean, I have a. It's, a, it's just this weird arc of reggae and soca that's in me that. Rasta. <laughs> no, not Rasta. That's something a little different. That Rasta fire. That's something a little different. That it's it's in me and it will always be in me that that I love. That it's. I mean, anybody that's outside listening to some of, like, soca or reggae that I listen to, and which is none of it's new. It's really, really old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, if you listen to it, you'd be like, what's going on now? But it's, I mean, that is that stitch into my soul that I can't, I can't deny. Sure. It's something weird. But it's, man, like, I don't want to be on a beach or even like in a beach area and it's warm outside and there's a breeze like I don't want to hear Metallica <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear Pantera you know what I mean that's like, right I, I want to hear yeah some reggae you know like, I want to hear something like to to, to have some, me in that mood yeah something islandy or beachy or yeah and I you know like not that it's just for that time you know not that it's just like ooh let's throw right. one up like I listen to a lot of Jack Johnson I'm pretty sure I've, I've had every Jack Johnson album he's ever had gay <laughs> <laughs> and uh I, I, I don't know it's just if I'm like you know music is music is what it is it's it's the mood sure it's what you're feeling like, there's only certain things I'm not listening to Jack Johnson while I'm lifting Definitely no, not listen not. to Jack Justin while I'm running. If I'm chilling out, just hanging out, maybe, yeah. Maybe some beebs. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's when I'm chilling, it's it's probably probably Jack Johnson. If I'm just easy listening. I don't know. My musical my musical frame is huge and it's yeah it's very abstract <laughs> no i mean like mine is too but i have my go-to stuff like i have, I have go-to stuff favorites. yes I my, my hip-hop my hip-hop is old 
uh, and smart, and for the most part. But <laughs> for the most part, there's still some times where I'm listening to some hip hop that's just it's just raunchy and inappropriate. But well, it makes the world go round. Yeah, but that's not the majority of it, and my uh, my country is very minimal, as in none. Don't listen to all that country. I don't either, so don't worry about that. I mean. That's why yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't listen to any country at all. I, I can I really listen don't. to old country. Like I, I don't want to. Like the the new country is so um, poppy. It's poppy, and it's there's like elements of like radio rock. Yeah. I'm like I feel like I'm listening to Nickelback with Twang. Yes. You know, like. And it's pretty much the same. It's something to do with a dirt road and some blue jeans and yeah, like, some girl and maybe a beer. And a pickup, beer and or whiskey, you know, and like, whiskey. Don't get me wrong; some of it sounds good and it's catchy, yeah, but you're right. It's just not for me. Why whiskey though? Like you don't and bourbon. Sometimes it's bourbon, bourbon whiskey. <laughs> I mean, mm. maybe the rare tequila. tequila. Yeah, <laughs> but you yeah. never, you don't hear them like singing country about Boone's Farm, you yeah, know, or not about no Boone's Tito's. Farm. No Tito's, <laughs> no Scotch, no, no. A, a, no nice Ziffendales or anything like that. <laughs> no champagne. No champagne. Uh, no, none of that. My, my, I guess my, I guess the heaviest I get with rock and or roll would probably be Metallica. I've listened to a little bit of Pantera and some System of a Down, a little bit of, ooh. Shouldn't hit that. <laughs> a little bit of uh, disturbed, not a lot, very little, and uh, I'm mainly chill. I'm 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 mainly chill. Jacksonville State Gamecocks. What? I didn't know that. I did didn't you? Either. Why did they pick Gamecocks? You mean they picked it? That that was that's a new thing. It's a new team. It's fairly new, I believe. It's very interesting. And they're beating Florida State now, 21-7. to 7. Okay. Write that down. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, music is... I need to fall back in love with music again. I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm out of touch with it. And uh, But I get that. I, I, I was... I went through a phase of a couple years where it just wasn't... It was there. You know, and like some new album come out of a band I like, I'd check it out, and I'm like, oh, here's Barely. some tight songs. But yeah. like, I'd go back to whatever. All right. But I, I'm falling back in love with music, and it's been fun. I need to be. The only people, like, Dustin keeps me informed for the most part, because we share a lot of the same likes as far as hip hop goes. And uh, he always lets me make sure I know that, you know, hey, this album dropped. You probably need to listen to this. I was like, oh, shit. Thank you for not letting me be the old guy in the room that didn't listen to this. <laughs> when I definitely should have. Does he, like, does he like the new stuff? Nah, not too much. He's pretty old school, too. So, he's, yeah. And I, I can't speak for him, but I feel like he's mainly still hip-hop for the most part. And like he was, is a big Outkast fan. Oh, okay. Massive Alpha Gas As am I. We will, you know, we de that's definitely one of our 
our bonds is that we, we both love some outcasts. And, uh, <laughs> Equipment I. I love that song. Uh, but yeah, he keeps me in a loop with that. That's pretty much it. As far as someone telling me, hey, listen to this new music. That's like the only friend that keeps me musically challenged when it's time to hear some stuff. He's like, hey, man, don't let this pass you by. You need yeah. to listen to this. Uh, his brother used to, Kyle, he used to uh, keep me hip on, on music, too. Like, one time, I don't even know that band's still around, Taking Dawn. You ever heard of Taking Dawn? It's, I would say, at the time, it was 80s hair metal band, 2010. Okay. And uh, it's got a lot of, you, you, you'd listen to it, you'd be like, what the hell? A little bit, but not really, because they got, they got some good guitar play in there. Yeah, but it's you know it's big it's big kind of kind of going on kind of kind of deal a little operatic ish okay. with it, but a lot of good riffs going on in there. They're 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 playing those instruments. Would it be like you ever heard of Dragon Force? I think that's what they changed their name to, because they had changed their name. Uh, Dragon Force is pretty. No no no, old. that's not Dragon Force. I know Dragon Force. I think. Is it similar to something like that though? Because they're kind of mm, yeah. They've Maybe. got some. They've got some of those high, yeah, hair metal notes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that's that's taking dog. They call I, that I, like Nintendo. Movie. No, it, Devil's Run. That's what they changed. They changed the name to Devil's Run, but I think they changed the name back to Taken Dawn. It's kind of like a somewhat localish type maybe band that I think they're mainly in Nevada in, in uh, Vegas. Okay. I'm not sure. Listen, dude, we gotta wrap this thing up. Yeah, like I'm doing better. I'm trying to do better with no. keeping this thing short. I, I mean, I agree with that. I, I've been see. Look, we did three thirty. Good God, three hours. Three thirty. Yeah, man. Three thirty. We watched the game, ate some good pizza and wings, drink some beer, talk some shit. We did good. I we did good. It. Back good. again for the third time. Back again <laughs> for the very third time. <laughs> we'll cool, do it man. again. We got to do the. Uh, we got to get you and Chris together to do the musical podcast. And then uh, that's the next setup. We'll do that. Uh, maybe next long break. That's the plan. That works. Well, I'm gonna plug some other podcasts in in between then. And uh, ooh, excuse me, musical podcast. When he's on long break, I'll be on long break. We'll get it together, and hopefully you're in town. That works for me. Well, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, come back again. Hope you guys are doing good. Stay uh, safe and uh, all that good jazz. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>